Hello! Welcome back to Till Death Do Us podcast, a podcast about marriage, murder, with the Murrays. I'm Michelle Murray. And I'm Matt Murray. And, yeah. I never know how to follow that up. Yeah, I know. It's like a weird intro. Like, What's wrong with my intro? No, it's not like weird bad. <laughs> it's just like a weird intro thing. So it's like, hey, everybody. Um, Hi. What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I do, I never, I'm never sure how to follow that up. We'll get better at it. Yeah. It's What's fine. up? Hanging out. You know, week 27 of 3 million of this thing is what it feels like. Ugh, I know. But yeah, not not a whole lot. You know, hanging out. Yeah. Just doing the thing. Still feeling that hike from Saturday. <laughs> My legs are killing me. <laughs> I hope people don't mind how much we talk about our, our hiking. We sound like <laughs> yeah. we're so like... We're not though. Like, it's not like we're, we're like not. Pro this hike. is so new, guys. Yeah. But, like, it's wicked fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> it is. It's great. So, we actually did a um, two hour and like 45 minute hike. Yeah. It was really great. I did an hour and 40 minutes of that with Grayson on my back. So, like, an extra 30 pounds. Yeah. And by 45 minutes into that hour and 40 minutes, my legs were tired. <laughs> and somehow Michelle convinced me to keep them on my back. I've for never seen him walk so fast. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Normally, like, you're yelling at me because I walk too fast. You do. You walk, you run, basically. You power jog all the time. I have a good stride, you yeah. know? Okay. Um. <laughs> well, it's like. I think it's my job. Like, I'm just used to just fucking. Hustle and bustle. Yeah, hustle bustle. Go in all the time. Um, but, like, literally, there was times when you had the baby and I was like, slow down, which, like, you've never heard me say. I don't think so in my whole life. So you, like, walk faster with the baby. I think it's like. I don't even mean to do it, but I think there's, like, a natural mentality for me for some reason to be, like, I'm carrying something. Gotta go fast. Like, I don't want to be carrying it anymore. <laughs> like, in the back of my head where, like, I want to be safe, obviously. Yeah. But it's just, like, I don't know. I have, like, this motivation to, like, plod along now. Right. As opposed to when I'm, when I don't have 30 extra pounds on my back, I'm just kind of strolling. Right. You know what I mean? I wonder when, I mean... It'll be a really, really long time before he could do a hike that long with us. But, like, when we can let him kind of hike a little bit with us. A bit not super long. Yeah. Six months a year. We'll go real slow. Whatever. You gotta look at every leaf I mean, every rock. <laughs> well, literally, the couple of times we've put him down, he's just, he's walked, like, ten feet and turned around. <laughs> so Grayson will, like, we'll, we'll put him down, like, at the, and sometimes in the middle or, like, at the end of a hike. And he'll, like, walk with us, and then he'll turn around and put on this, like, little angry face, like, <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't want to go. And then we have to pick him up, and, oh, he gets so mad. And then in the middle of the forest, he's like, help, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Do you remember that, that woman who, like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, I heard some, I heard, heard some, some like, heard some screaming. <laughs> screaming, hope it's okay. And we were like, it, it is, he's fine. Like, I didn't know how to take that. Like, did she think that like, we were, I don't know. like, what are you saying to me right now? <laughs> Walked by with her dog, hope it's some good screaming. It's like, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I don't know what you're implying right now. Like either like, haha, funny, or like your tone is way off and it sounds like you think we abuse our child in the woods. Like what's going on right now? It's real bad. <laughs> But we, well, because it's funny, because he wasn't really screaming that time to get down. He was like, yeah, he was playing. We were doing, we were doing the quiet loud game. Yeah. So where we go, we go, shh, 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 and then he goes, shh, 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 sh
But we look like crazy parents. Yeah, whatever. It's fun. We have a good time. When he screams for help. <laughs> help. <laughs> help. Help. And I'm like, don't worry. He looks just like me. It's fine. <laughs> he's mine, obviously. Is it not obvious that he's mine? Uh, you know. You're a jerk. <laughs> he definitely looks like me. No, I think he looks like you. You're a jerk. I'm just kidding. I don't like it. He definitely has your temper. Boy, does he. All right. Anyways, nobody, they don't want to hear yeah, about our kids. Yeah, this is a lot about our baby. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, you want my tip? Oh, boy. I do. do I you? always get scared here. Why? Because I don't know what you're going to say. And then I try to trace it. I feel it. like I probably should have discussed this one with you beforehand, but whatever. I'm just going to go for it. Why would you say that? I don't know. <laughs> Hope it's okay. Oh, good. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, right. This is How Not to Murder Each Other with Michelle Murray. <laughs> so, my tip this week Uh-oh. is it is okay to flirt with other people. So, here's my here's my thing. So, I am finally really starting to be comfortable in myself again and I feel like I'm getting attention again that like I haven't gotten in a really long time and it makes me feel fucking fantastic Mm -hmm. and I literally have no interest in anybody else at all but like it's really fun and it really makes me feel good so like except when you tell me that you just used me for babies (laughs) (laughs) don't tell people that I say that to you this is a joke, guys. God. Um, but I mean, I think I think it's healthy, and I think people find it really weird. And like, first of all, half of the time I flirt because it's literally my fucking job. Sure. Like, f- fucking middle-aged white men think that I really am attracted to them, but I really just want you to tip me. Right. <laughs> and they don't understand that. But then, like, in general. Like, I feel like I'm putting off more confidence, and I feel like I'm receiving back, and I don't know. It's making me feel really good, and I think it's healthy, and I hope you flirt with people. Like, when you come home and you're like, the girl at the grocery store was smiling at me so nice. <laughs> what? Do you remember? You came home, you were like, I think she liked me, and she was, like, flirting with you, the girl at the register at CVS or something. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but it, like, made you feel good, right? I mean, it did. I just, I don't flirt back, though. Why? Why? I, I have no interest in that woman. But it makes, it would make you feel good. It, yeah. About yourself. Well, no, it made me feel good that it felt like, it yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, it made me feel good that it felt like she was into me, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, all right. Just don't do it in front of me or whatever. I'll punch them. fuck would I do that? <laughs> Why would I mean, anybody do no, that? I do. I, I just do. mean in general. I think that I think that it people look at it like, like I'll be talking to a, a customer at work and someone will be like, "Do you have a husband at home?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Like I'm literally just talking to this person, right? And like whatever. Yeah. No, I I can agree with that. I mean, I think it's healthier than not, and I feel like more often than not, we're meant to be social beings anyway, mm-hmm. and there are two different types of flirting. You know what I mean? There's right. like actual flirting when you're like young and at a bar and you're trying to get you know you're trying to go home with somebody right and then there's like friendly flirting yeah yeah there's a difference between those two things right exactly but still like just don't do it in front of me because i'll probably punch <laughs> you don't know you guys 
You think I sound all oh, you're so all scary. nice and innocent on here, but like, do you? Do I not? Do I, I come know. off as aggressive? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a couple times where people have tried to like mess with Michelle in public, and it makes me very mad. That one, <laughs> that one dude in New York. Do you remember that? Ugh, because he like literally walked right in front of me, and I was like, "Excuse me." Yeah. But the problem is, is that Matt doesn't realize sometimes that like. I am a very ag- aggressive uh, female, and um, I don't even need <laughs> to back me I know, like it just, it, it's not like I think you need it, it just like naturally happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cute. Yeah. It's up. cute. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, that's my tip. Was yeah. that okay? Should I have cleared that one with you? Uh, no, that's right. I'm running out of them. I know. It's like, right. for real. Well, that's what I said. Like, you know, like we said last week, you know, send us your tips, like, we're not the guardians of marriage or relationships or anything like that. The guardians of marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the guardians of marriage. <laughs> we're, we're not that, you know what I mean? Uh, we're just taking examples from, like, our life and, I don't know, we think we're pretty good at this, you know? We're not super far in, but I think we're doing a good job. And we'd love to hear... Well, I think everyone has those moments where they're like, oh, yeah, like... That makes and sense. We do this right in our marriage, and right. like you know, this is pretty. This is pretty great. Right. And like maybe they don't acknowledge it. Right. And I think we're just using this to as a platform it. to be like, oh hey, like we're good at this. That part. thing was really cool. Yeah. So like, if you guys have any uh, that you feel like you would like to share with everybody, or things that you feel like you're good at in your relationship or your marriage, like let us know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We would love to. We'll read it on air, or totally. we'll, we'll talk about it. You know, uh, we would love that. Totally. Because we are probably going to run out sooner than later. I'm, yeah, I'm running. I'm running short. That's all right. It seems I'm like you've short. been coming up with stuff pretty quick. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think my best one, though, was get separate blankets. Yeah, separate like forever, blankets. Is, forever, that's going to be great. That's actually the key to marriage. Yeah. No, literally. There's no other things that you need. That's it. Yeah. Just separate blankets. Just separate blankets. Mm-hmm. You don't need the no. same blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yep, I agree. All right. You ready to the take it down ready to take it down or according to gavin bring it up yeah i don't know you're gonna bring it up to murder (laughs) all right so i'm not even gonna say what it is you'll just find out what i mean i don't know i don't like being like this is the murder of blah 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 because then you know what the fuck's gonna happen in the story yeah right fair enough. so like maybe if i don't like give you a title you'll be more shocked you should try to make up a really creative title so that it throws me off well, I did that for the um, the girl. Well, the girl that got like murdered by the couple in um, Louisiana. Oh yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, this is a murder on Bourbon Street. <coughs> Thought it, it was wasn't. like a really cool name. Which, by the way, if anyone liked that episode, there uh, Ashley Flowers, who does Crime Junkie, which is like one of my favorite podcasts, also has another podcast called Supernatural. And this Wednesday, the newest episode that she put out was actually about, like, um, it wasn't specifically about Jaren, who was murdered by the couple, but mm-hmm. it was about one of their friends was also murdered and found in the same way Jaren was. Well, so, really yeah, it was actually, it was really cool to hear that story from, like, a different perspective and, like, other parts of the story that I didn't cover in our episode. Yeah, right. So, um, I mean... It's like a good companion piece. Yeah, check that out. It was really cool. It was really cool to... I mean, I like listening to stories anyways that I kind of know some of, but, like, then to listen to one that I had covered before was, mm-hmm. like, really cool. Sure. 
So for my research on this show, I did, um, you know, I read a lot of articles on Murderpedia.org because that's just the best place to go. I listened to Moms and Murder. Um, they don't number their episodes, but their episode was called Secret in Salt Lake. And then I watched an Oxygen show um, called A Lie to Die For, season one, episode one. Lori Hacking was born December 31st, 1976. She was adopted through services provided by the Church of Latter-day Saints at four months old by Thelma and, Hera- I think, Geraldo Sores. They said his name, like, multiple ways, but, in, yeah. How else would you say Geraldo? No, that's just what I wrote, but, like, when I was listening to the names... Yaraldo. No. No, okay. <laughs> just, it just, like, yeah, I don't know. It might not be his name, guys, all right? Only the most accurate information here on this podcast. Uh, So Thelma and maybe Geraldo (laughs) met as missionaries while serving in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, wow. They had also adopted a son named Paul before they had adopted Lori in 1976. Unfortunately, their marriage did not make it, and they divorced in 1987 when Lori was just 11 years old. In 1988, Lori and her mother moved to Orem, Utah, which is about 40 miles away from Salt Lake City. In Orem, there was an LDS community that Thelma felt she would, like, get a lot of help and support as a single mom. Her brother Paul was soon to go on a mission, and he chose to stay behind with their dad in California. LDS meaning Latter-day Saints. Latter-day like she, Saints. she had mentioned before. Yes, correct. Lori was a great student. She had many friends. She played sports, and she loved attending dances. She was described as an all-around good person. While on a camping trip to Lake Powell in high school, she met Mark Hacking. She was a sophomore and he was a junior. Mark was born April 24th, 1976. He was the fifth of seven children. Holy crap. Yeah. Big family. What's funny is like, I look at that and I'm like, oh, only like just seven? Just seven kids? You mean just seven? Because my family is so fucking huge. My My mom is from 10 and my dad is from 11. Yeah, that's a lot. But I mean, like, seven is still a lot of yeah, kids. Yeah, no, so I don't want seven kids. Hell no. I hope you don't want See, seven kids. See, I don't kids. use you just for the children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tax benefits. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> and we wonder why our baby's like, help. help. <laughs> um, so the Hacking family was also very involved in the Church of Latter-day Saints. Mark's father, Douglas, was a pediatrician, and on the side, he was actually a scout leader. It is strongly encouraged by the church that boys get to the rank of Eagle Scout, which Mark, like, barely received. Like, he... He didn't, didn't just particularly... almost got it. Yeah, he wasn't, like, a full-on Eagle Scout. He was, yeah. like, a... He was, like, a Deagle Scout. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um... When I was listening to Moms and Murder, they said that, like, in some communities, in some LDS communities, um... You can't get your driver's license until you've met the rank of Eagle Scout. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, it's that, like, important. Can you not... You can get it at that age, at 16? No, you probably have to wait. I was going to say... I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't actually know either. But just uh, out of experience for people who I know who are Eagle Scouts, generally they're, like, 18. Uh, Yeah, I don't even know. Mark was described by friends and family as a goofball. He was the class clown. After high school, he went on a mission for the LDS church, which was expected of him from his family. He was meant to serve for two years away to preach the gospel and provide humanitarian aid aid for the church. Mark's mission was in Winnipeg, Manitoba in Canada. Being away from home for the first time, Mark really let loose. 
He began drinking and smoking and not being true to his role as a missionary. Well, this doesn't seem like it's going good. No. Yeah. Eventually, he was sent home 11 months early for disciplinary reasons for having an inappropriate relationship with a fellow female missionary. Oh. So, like, I couldn't find anywhere if um, they had separated when he went on his mission or if he was cheating on Lori, but, like... Right. Uh, obviously. You're a douche. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if it really matters. Yeah. His claim for coming home early, so, like, what he told his friends and everything, was that he was in a car accident. While Mark was on his mission, Lori attended Weaver State University and studied business management. Lori and Mark married in August of 1999 in the LDS Temple of the Bountiful. Apparently, marrying in the temple is, like, a sacred act. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. So, they have to do, like, um, you know, you have to go to, it's not therapy, but, like, commitment appointments. So, like, you have to go meet with the person and like talk about your, i think i've heard like, of this before yeah like you talk about your marriage and yeah like and like how, goals yeah and, right yeah and they're like okay you guys seem like you should get married yeah and they have to do it like separately and together yeah and like um it's really weird yeah oh. yeah i feel like the only thing like aside from i i didn't know that that was a latter-day saints thing i don't i think i think multiple religions do that, do that. yeah because like the only thing I remember from the Latter-day Saints are those, like, old commercials, like, Ooh. Hello, my name is Elder Price. What? <laughs> it's from the Book of Mormon. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Those weird commercials from the 90s. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's weird. Come donate to the Church of Latter-day Saints. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, But so, it's called, like, when they get married, it's called a sealing ceremony. So, what the, like, I looked at a website on it oh, and yeah. yeah i don't want to name it a website yeah why not i don't know okay. it's just very i don't know so the reason that it's called a ceiling ceremony is because um they're what really trying to bust through that ceiling to jesus no ceiling s-e-a-l yeah i figured it was spelled that way but i really wanted to make that joke <laughs> <laughs> So um, you're essentially sealing your souls together for eternity. So regular marriage, you know. It's just, it's it's just, it's on the earthen plane. Let me talk. <laughs> so regular marriage, it actually said on this website that, you know, with marriage, it only goes till death do us part. Right. But with sealing ceremonies, when you die, your souls are still sealed. Wow. So, like, you're still connected wow. if you have a ceremony like this, specifically in the Bountiful Temple. So, I wonder, like, if one dies first, or do they have to die together? Like, does this, do you just walk around with, like, an attached soul to you for the rest of your life till you die, too? Yep. There's just another soul. That's yeah. gonna be kind of annoying. And I don't know. It's like being, I, I like, didn't a read unintentionally in... conjoined soul for the rest of your life. Well, like, it's fuck in, you, go it's away. It's intentional. Yeah, whatever. But like, um, it's only intentional till they die, and then you're like, shit. No, it's not till death do they part. That's what I just said. No, that's what I mean. Shit. Now I'm just stuck with this other soul. Well, I so I, I didn't delve into it further. If like, perhaps it means that like you cannot, if if your partner dies, you cannot then go on and remarry or anything. I bet. Which is what I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could be wrong. I didn't research that further. Right. I read this excerpt and I was like, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they had the sealing ceremony, and you can also have sealing ceremonies with like your children. 
So you're sealing your souls with your children forever. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, so the sealing ceremony that you have is also a marriage though, right? Or is it just called I a mean, I mean, ceremony? I think it's, so I think it's a marriage, whereas um, the law expects, so like you still have to get like your marriage license, license. And, and all of that. You have to have like a witness and right, right. the service and everything. Someone has to like Be do there. it. Yeah. Um, but I think like they call it this a sealing ceremony. I see. It's just yeah. a different name. Yeah. Okay. So they honeymooned in Las Vegas. Weird. I know. And then moved into a cute little two bedroom apartment. So, like, Mark had actually had this apartment, so Lori, you know, moved in with him. Lori transferred to the University of Utah, and she graduates with high honors and goes on to work at Wells Fargo Investment Company as an assistant stockbroker. Mark works as an orderly at the University of Utah Psychiatric Hospital while finishing his undergrad there before he goes on to medical school. Mark was eventually accepted to the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill for medical school. Because of this, they planned to move to North Carolina over the summer. Soon, Lori and Mark learned that they are expecting their first baby. Lori was only five weeks pregnant, but she was too excited to not tell some friends and family. Hmm. On the morning of July 19, 2004, Mark Hacking called 911 to report that his wife was missing. He says that she... What? Uh-oh. Why'd you make that face? Just uh-oh. <laughs> That's an uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. He says that she went out for a run at City Creek Canyon Memory Grove... Then was supposed to make her way into work, but when he called his work around 10 to see if she wanted to have lunch, they told him that she had never made it into work that day. Lori's car was found at the entrance of Memory Grove, which accelerated this case because it made it seem that it was more than a missing persons case. So normally you have to wait like 24 hours, but when they found her car at the entrance of Memory Grove, they were like, okay, maybe she's on the trail and something happened to her. Like, what if she fell, hurt her ankle, fell off the fucking canyon? Like, Right. There was like some evidence that she wasn't where she was supposed to be immediately. Right. Right. They were concerned. Um, they had had reports in the past of mountain lions attacking joggers. So mm-hmm. they were like, what if she got attacked by a mountain lion? And then ironically, this was very shortly after the abduction of Elizabeth Smart. So... It was very in a very close proximity, too, so they were concerned that maybe she was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So it they were immediately were like, screw the 24-hour rule. Like, we're going to start searching for her now. So a search party is formed very quickly, and Mark goes straight on the news, pleading to everyone to come help look for her. They set up biking units, and they use a canine unit, and, like, pretty much anything they can do. Like, hundreds of people are coming in and wanting to help. Yep. The lead investigator, Kelly Kent, who is a badass bitch... <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah. She was great. She was awesome. So she pulls Mark aside and asks him if he could take her to their apartment to look around for clues of where Lori might be or to get a recent photograph of her for the media. So Mark is like, yeah, sure. Come to my apartment. Like, come on in. Right. So she goes in and there's like red flags. Everywhere. Everywhere. So on the side table in the apartment, Kelly finds Lori's purse. Like, like she wouldn't have taken that with her. Which... Is so hard because you think of that and you're like, well, yeah, obviously she would take her purse to work. But, like, how many times do you forget your wallet? Sure. Like, all the time. Yeah, but, like, when you're investigating a missing person, I could totally see that being, like, uh, maybe not, like, the specific red flag. Like, you're not going to walk into an apartment and be like... But, like, this is interesting. Exactly. Yeah. She also notices a big bouquet of flowers. And so she was on the Oxygen show that I watched, Kelly. um, And she was like... You know, there are two kinds of flowers. There's flowers that 
you know, a man is like, oh, I was thinking of you, and it ends up being, like, stupid little carnation flowers. And then there's, like, the big giant apology bouquet. Sure. And she was like, there was, was, a, the there was, a, big, there was a big giant expensive apology bouquet. Which, like, is an interesting to think about. Yeah, it is. Like, it's definitely accurate. Yeah. The one time I've, or the couple times I've gotten you flowers, it's always been... Like, I don't like flowers. No, I know you don't like flowers. Yeah. But that's why I get you flowers that I know you like. Yeah, you bought me an orchid. Yep. It was pretty. I know. I killed it. I, yep. Well, we killed it. All I had to do was put in an ice cube once a week and not, I couldn't even do it. We're just not good at plants. I'm not. Yep. I'm not. So, Kelly continues to look around the apartment and she notices that the bathtub is immaculate. And ironically, it smells like bleach. She goes into the bedroom. She sees a fresh new pair of sheets on the bed. So, like, you can see that they haven't been washed. Like, they still have the creases from the packaging on them. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Something bad. She also notices Lori's wedding ring is in the jewelry box. She says all of these weird little things make her mind go, hmm. Right. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. maybe maybe the purse itself isn't the But everything but else. You start tying everything together. Right. Yeah. So, they ask Mark to go down to the station and answer some questions. Kelly asks what he was planning to specialize in at medical school. Mark says oncology, and Kelly asks him to spell that, and he doesn't know how to spell oncology. He starts to spell it with an A. <laughs> oncology. Which, like... I don't even know how to spell it. I'm... Yeah, I don't... You could spell oncology. Could I? Literally. Sound it out. I'm not going to do that. Are you going to really wait for me to spell it? Yeah. You're a very smart person. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. O-N-C-O-L-O-G-Y. That's probably how I would have spelled it, yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's literally exactly how it sounds. You put me Oncology. on the spot. What is it, like, fifth grade spelling bee? <laughs> Use it in a sentence, please. <laughs> you say it again? Anyways. First of all, like, kudos to her for even fucking asking that. Because I would just assume that everyone would know how to spell that like it literally is exactly how it sounds yeah like well, that I wouldn't mean, that no. wouldn't even be a thought in my mind well yeah like not only yeah kudos to her being like oh yeah oncology huh spell it yeah like what like it i would j- usually if somebody's like what do you major in i mean you just kind of take at face value right. what the person tells you right so she's obviously having her doubts she also says that um mark begins to put on like crocodile tears and she was like you know in my experience when people are really crying, their nose runs. And she's like, and his nose didn't run at all. Yep. So, like, I knew he was fake, fake crying. Yep. The investigators head back to the search party, and Kelly notices that Mark's truck is there, and she asks to search it. And again, he's like, yeah, totally. Search Mark. Yeah, take a look. You know, go go you, at it. Do, do you think Do you think he thinks? So, she's asking him all these weird questions, or just that, probably just that and a couple others. But, like, do you think he's, like... In his brain, he's like, I'm a fucking mastermind. Yeah, I, I do. Fucking, I fucking, it's good. Yeah, I do. I think he thinks he's, like, so smart. Yeah. And, like, Clearly yeah. he's not. No. Yeah. Like, this This is literally only a couple hours after she's gone missing, and he's, autumn, like, right away a suspect. Yeah. Kelly goes in to search his truck, and she opens the glove box and finds the yellow pages, and then underneath the yellow pages, she finds a receipt for a brand new mattress. Just, like, throw shit away, man. Yeah. Like, I feel like I don't even want to murder anybody, but I feel like I would be better you would know, at murder yeah, than this. You would know to do that. Yeah. So, Kelly <laughs> like, says... Thanks, babe. 
Like, <laughs> You're welcome. You, if you wanted to murder somebody, you'd do it better than this guy, probably. <laughs> so Kelly says that they find, you know, she goes in, she finds that receipt, and she immediately looks at him, and his, like, demeanor completely changed, and he's, you know, he goes from this, like, grieving husband that's, like, crying, what and the then he, I like, glares caught. at her, and he's like, you think I hurt her? And Kelly says that she responds, she says, I know you killed her, and I'm gonna fucking prove it. Which nice. like, yeah, you go, girl. <laughs> so Mark leaves the search, and he heads back to his apartment. Frantically. Right. He's freaking out. Yeah. Well, so the investigators obviously follow him back to his apartment, and again, he gives them consent to search. So, like, he just needs to sign this paper that's like, you know, hey, we don't need a search warrant, just let us come in and sign. And he's like, yeah, totally. So he signs it, and they go in. If I comply, it'll be fine. Yeah. So specifically, they obviously want to check out the bed. So, of course, she looks under the sheets, and she sees that, like, the mattress is brand new, and it doesn't match the box spring. That's obviously suspicious. So in a nightstand next to the bed, they actually find a sheath, a sheath knife, a sheathed knife, sheathed knife <laughs> <laughs> that when pulled out, it actually appears to have blood on it. Mark claims that he would use it for hunting. Mm-hmm. They then decide to go get a real search warrant because they were like, we want to make sure yeah, we need to, like, everything's deep, done correctly. Deep check this thing. So Kelly goes outside and in a dumpster... In the back, she sees that the dumpster is, like, completely empty other than um, the plastic wrapping around a new mattress (laughs) and plastic wrappings for sheets. So she goes back to Mark, and she's like, hey, you know, when is this dumpster taken out? And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, that grid gets taken out on this day. And he, like, knew exactly when it was when they would come get it. So Kelly brings this information to her sergeant, and she says that they need to search um the landfill and he's like no you're crazy like that would cost us way too much money we're not gonna search a landfill like you don't know what you're talking about we're only like five hours into this shit and you know figure out a different route to take so the sergeant decides that he's gonna go have a cigar and he starts driving down the street and he pulls into a church of the latter-day saints parking lot and ironically there's a dumpster there And he looks in the dumpster, and there's the mattress. So he calls Kelly back, and he's like, hey, what does that box spring look like in Mark's apartment? And she was like, oh, it's um, beige. And he was like, all right, I think you're telling the truth. I found a beige mattress in this dumpster. Why don't we start searching landfills? Wow, that was a quick turnaround. Yeah. So as police begin to question those who knew Lori, they learn that a few days earlier she had received a phone call at work that upset her so much that she left work early for the day. Police pulled the phone records, but before they got the results, they get a call that Mark was taken into custody because he was found outside of a hotel room running around naked. He's trying to plead insanity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Idiot. They what get an asshole. Yeah. So... They're obviously like, oh, you're setting so, up, you're yeah. setting up so your defense. This guy, this guy is consistently trying to make himself feel like he's one step ahead of the law. Right. When in reality, like, he's several steps behind them. They're just getting there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of the reasons that they were like, this, is, this is full of shit is yeah. because he had sandals on. So they were like, oh, you had the whereabouts to protect your feet. But like, come on, man. you know, 
If this were real, you probably would have not thought to put your sandals on. Yeah. Obviously, instantly, that puts a bad thought in the lead investigator's mind that he's setting up an insanity defense. So he actually asks to be admitted to the Utah Psychiatric Hospital where he works, which, like, I don't know why anybody would ever want to go to a a hospital that That you you work work at. at. Yeah. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah. So the next day, investigators get a call from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, because they had seen on the news that Mark was claiming to be attending there in the fall. They wanted to confirm to investigators that that was not true. He was not registered at all and had actually never even applied. Hmm. It was then discovered that this was the upsetting phone call that Lori had received a few days before she went missing. So, like, she finds out, like, we're fucking moving to North Carolina for you you to go to medical school. And you didn't even get in. And you didn't even apply. Yeah. Or, yeah, you didn't even apply. Yeah. So, it's actually discovered that he had also never even graduated his, un- like, he had never even done undergrad at Utah so University, he like he said. He, like, would forge. So, he would write papers and have his mother-in-law, like, proofread his papers before he submitted them. So, like, he literally went through the trouble of doing some of the work, but was never actually even attending. He like purchased a cap and gown online so they could take like what? fake so they could take like fake um graduation photos, but then the day of the graduation he got like really, really sick and sure. it was actually found out he had taken like Ipecac to like make himself throw up. Yeah. 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 He went like oh, so he is actually He went a like crazy. above and beyond yeah. to to make this lie well, seem so real. Now it kind of makes sense that he would think that he could fool a bunch of investigators. Right. Right? Because, like... He fooled these he people He has for perpetuated so this crazy lie true. for so long, yeah, right? Yeah, true. So he's like, well, I fooled all my family and friends that I'm, I've been going to, like, medical school or, or doing this undergrad, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I bet I could fool the police after I fucking murder my wife or whatever. Right. Yeah. So the search for Lori is still going on. And one day during the search, two of Mark's brothers go up to Kelly and they're like, hey... Do you legitimately think that our brother hurt Lori? And she was like, I do. Like, I really believe that your brother murdered them. And she says that she knew that because they were, you know, very religious and honest men that, like, they would be able to help. They immediately left the search and went to Mark. They went to visit him in the hospital. And they were actually able to convince him to confess. Wow. He told his brothers that Lori confronted him about his lies and that after she went to bed that night, he went into her bedroom and shot her in the head while she was sleeping. Holy shit. He admits that he put her body in the dumpster out back so it could go to the landfill and then he admits that he threw the mattress in the church's uh, dumpster. So the search parties are called off and more than three dozen police officers who volunteered begin searching the Salt Lake Valley solid waste facility in hopes of finding Lori's body. The area where those dumpsters had been placed was 10 acres. And within the two days between when he dumped it and when they were like, let's start searching, over 4,000 pounds of waste were dropped in those 10 acres. And it had actually already been like sealed off. So it wasn't, there was to be no dumping anymore because it was already full. So they had actually sealed it off with clay, which I guess is what. They do. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know either. But so they had to scrape off all of the clay off top and to get to all of the waste underneath. Oh, my God. So on August 9th, 2004, Mark is charged with first degree murder. He pleads guilty. He is sentenced six years to life. What? Yeah. That's it? His first parole hearing is August of 2034. And Thelma, 
um, Lori's mom, actually helped push through a law that changes the minimum of time served for first-degree murder. So instead of six to life, it's now 15 to life. She also started a scholarship foundation for women at the University of Utah. October 1st, 2004, they find the remains of Lori. Wow. Wait, so how long is that? So July 19th was when he reported her missing. Wow. Yeah. So he was, ironically, it's very rare for this to happen, but he was convicted without a body. Mm. But well, he had, I mean, he, I mean con- he, he confessed. Right, he confessed and he pled guilty. But convictions without a body are... Tough. Yeah. And Thelma claims to have forgiven him. That's insane. Yeah, what? If someone murdered one of my kids? Yeah, no way. Are That's you? what I mean. Like, like maybe. I, could I don't, ne- think I don't so. understand how I don't I just don't get it how parents I wonder do that. What, so my my biggest curiosity of that whole story is like what pressure drove him to need to lie about school. Well, so it is said, I mean his daughter his um father Douglas was very successful pediatrician so in it's town. Just like, like a, everyone a family, knew him. Yeah, I think family success. Yeah, I think his brothers were also pretty successful. Like one went on to also be um a pediatrician, I believe, and um, I think the expectations like, were just right. Because I was going to say, because that doesn't just like you don't just for no reason, right? You know what I mean? Like I was kind of bad at college too, and I, you know, I just stopped going. Mm-hmm. You know, I just decided it wasn't for me. But like, I'm not going to fucking pretend that I'm still going and like write papers and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? It's like, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, but again, that's like John List from last week. Like he pretended he was still going to work every day. Like, right, right, right. I mean, I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I can't. So brutal, I can't though. lie about anything to save my life. I know, but that's just so brutal too. Like, yeah. so your your need to be successful was so strong mm-hmm. that you not only lied about your entire like post high school education pretty much Mm -hmm. but that once confronted with it like you were so distraught at the fact that your life hadn't gone the way that you had envisioned it or that you felt like it should that you fucking shot your wife your pregnant wife in the head right that's crazy yeah also how does that work he killed two people it i i don't think they ever found evidence of a fetus because if she was only five weeks pregnant, like, right. they're not going to find that. There's right, no bones right, yet. Right. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's way too early. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, that's just accounts of what she's told people. Yeah, I guess that's And true. if she's five weeks pregnant, then, like, she couldn't have even gone to the doctor yet because you can't get an ultrasound and confirm until you're over seven weeks. Right. Seven or eight weeks. Yeah. Because they can't even it... see anything in an ultrasound at five weeks. Right, that's true. So yeah. it was just an at-home pregnancy test, I believe. Yeah. It was a little bit more tame than our last few. I'm sorry. Do you want me to ramp up the murder? No, I'm just saying. It's just, <laughs> no, I don't want you to ramp up the murder. That's terrible. I'm just saying. I feel like you know, uh, John List. That was super brutal. Yeah, he's he, like, nuts. Family annihilator. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we did. We had Ed Kemper. Super brutal. Oh, no, there was someone in between that. Judy Bueno. Judy Bueno Ares. No. Bueno Ares. Bueno. Nope. Bueno Año. Bueno oh, año. año. Yeah, that you was right, it. You right, you yeah. right. Good year, because it was good year. <laughs> That's right. And she made it Spanish. Yes, yes. <laughs> and yeah, I'd Kemper before that. Yeah. That, it just seemed a little, you know, it was just the the one violent act, as opposed to several. Okay, we're like episode 13. Like, most of our other ones are all just one violent act. I know, I'm just saying. There was, we just did a bunch of All right, stuff. Mr. Complainer. I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> the murder's terrible either way. Yeah. It's horrible. 
Well, so let's bring it, bring it back up. Oh, now. okay, yeah. Do you do have a toast? Do you have a toast? Yeah. I don't know if I do. I always why. I know. I got to remember to do such... it. You're the worst. I know. I'm terrible at the toasts. Uh, I want to toast all the people who might have to go back to work this week. Yeah. Because I know that probably some of them are. It's probably like a 50-50 split. Like there's probably some of them that are really antsy and really want to get out. But there are definitely people out there who really don't want to go back yet. Not because they want a free ride, but because they don't think it's safe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because of maybe their status or what their job is, they don't particularly have a choice. Right. So I want to cheers to those people. Good on you for, for going back and hopefully everything's all right. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours? Well, now mine sounds real lame. Why? What did you <laughs> You ass. <laughs> so my toast was just that the second season of Dead to Me came out on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so all you people who are still staying home this you week. You get to you watch to, it. Yeah, it's a great show. It. It's hysterical, but dark. And yeah, I yeah. love that shit. Nice. Yeah. That was a good one. All right. Are we ever going to finish Ozark season two? Oh my God. Why? Are you... We're so bad at watching shows together. I know. We just got to do like an episode. I really think that some people don't understand like our schedules. So I work 4 a.m. to uh, most days only until like 10 a.m. So then I can come home so he can go to work from like 1130 to like 8. Because childcare is fucking expensive. Yeah, we don't want to pay for childcare. Yeah. But so like we literally don't really see each other because by the time he gets home i'm like okay good night yeah like maybe we'll see each other in passing for like an hour or like half an hour or something like that but like until the weekend it's pretty so like when we're sitting down to do this this is legitimately like our time together like that's what we get but so we don't really watch shows a lot together because we don't really have time yeah like maybe like once or twice a week yeah really sit down and dig into a show yeah every other week like when Gav's at his dad's. Yeah. We that's really when we watch some stuff. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, if you haven't watched Ozark, you should. Because it's really good. Yeah, that's great too. Or watch Dead to Me. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but it looks funny. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. You would need to watch season one to get any of season two. I mean, I'm sure that's how shows usually work. It's true. It's, it is. <laughs> most usually, of the time. They usually progress. Unless it's seasons. Black Mirror. Black Mirror? Do you mean Black Mirror? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well... I hope you guys have enjoyed this show. Um, you know, as always, um, we strive to provide the best and funniest marriage murder counseling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we're available on all uh, major streaming platforms. Oh, wait. What? You have a thing? Yeah. What? Guys. Oh, merch. We have merch. Shit, that's right. We have merchandise. You could buy it. You could buy it. If you wanted to. How do they find it? So... It's a very annoying URL. Oh, boy. Well, so just find it in the Facebook? I'm going to post it on Facebook all the time. Um, but it's... Should I even say it? Just say it. All right. It's teespring.com slash stores slash <laughs> till dash death dash do dash us, us dash podcast. Jesus. I did not make that. Jesus. I don't know why they put a dash between every word. It would have been great if it was just slash till death to us podcast but there's literally a dash between every word so that's that's our thing for now but i'm <laughs> gonna go see if i can change it to something yeah more simple. the dashes in between are very annoying yeah um but i will post it on facebook you know as much as i can to not annoy you guys um <laughs> <laughs> but 
seriously, if you want to buy one, that would be, I would, would probably cry from excitement. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be great. Um, however, because we now have merchandise, we would technically be considered profitable. And therefore, I can no longer share images about these cases from Google searches. So when I post, you know, when we post the episodes, I normally attach pictures with them um, because right now we're not making any money from this. So there's the copyright doesn't really matter. Mm. But if we were to ever make any money from this, um, unfortunately, I can no longer attach any of those because I don't want to get sued. Yeah. So. (laughs) Well, so buy our stuff, but you'll miss the images and it's fine. (laughs) You can Google on your own. I believe in all of you. Yeah. Just Google, you know these facts i'm telling you yeah and then it'll, it'll, it'll all fine. come up for yeah. you please do check it out yeah. uh i've been trying to do a little bit of extra design uh work on the side and make some i'm literally gonna wear my shirt every day when i get it That's weird. <laughs> you're a weirdo we also oh i don't know if anybody has children but i definitely made a toddler size as well our kid's gonna rock it too it's gonna be great <laughs> baby murders yeah <laughs> His first day of preschool, the teacher's going to be like, um, so I don't really I don't know, know if that's they, appropriate. Yeah, maybe, probably. <laughs> Does it say death on it? <laughs> well, like I was saying before, you know, thanks for listening. We're available on all the major podcast networks. Um, Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Music, even though that's going away soon, unfortunately. Makes me want to cry. Uh, all of them. Uh, if you want to subscribe and rate us, please do, especially on Apple Podcasts. It super helps. Uh, we have gotten a few reviews from people we don't know, and that excites us greatly. It makes I, me feel crazy yeah, good. Yeah, I get, like, so excited every time it happens. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I, I don't... I, I would have never thought that that would get that big. Yeah. Uh, and it's not even, like, you know, in, not in, in an egotistical way at all, just like a, holy shit, like, there's a review. Like, literally, we were both like, what does it say? What does it say? <laughs> Who did it? Who Where's did it, it from? Who do we do we know them? I don't know. We love it, you guys. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, it's cool that there's like a little community of people listening to us, and we love all of you listening all the time. Um, but yeah, so you can listen on all those networks. Uh, you can email us at tilldeathdoespodcast at gmail.com. You can come hang out in our Facebook group. Like we were saying earlier, please, like if you have any marriage tips or any kind of tips, feel free yeah, to totally, share them with us. Yeah, totally. I'll post, um, I'll post something too, being you know, like, give I me saw your advice. W- one person did post a meme in the group. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, please keep doing that. Like, come on, hang out in the group, post murder-related things. We love it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's about it. It's been a good week. Mm-hmm. And I just want to remind everybody that while murder is fun to talk about, <coughs> hey, don't murder each other. Bye. Bye. <laughs>